Welcome back to M Talks. All right, we're going to jump right into it. Today, we're going to talk about habits. Do you have any good habits, bad habits, investable habits, morning habits? Do you have any gaps between your days, between your weeks? Do you have routines? Do you have habits for those routines? We're going to talk about that stuff. From the moment you open your eyes in the morning till you close them at the end of the night, you have to be self-aware of yourself, your actions, your thoughts, and your assumptions. One question you need to ask yourself every morning, so am I proactive or reactive? Here are two examples that are reactive and two examples that are proactive. The first two are reactive. Do you go with the flow? Do you go with the flow at work? Do you go with the flow at life? Do you go with the flow with your friends? You're reacting to life. You're letting somebody else be in charge. That might be a good thing, might be a bad thing, but you don't know that yet. If you grab your phone, put a podcast on, put some motivational, inspirational tracks on. Other than that, don't use it for the first five or 10 minutes. Put the focus on you because if you start reacting to life, you're already stressing now. Your brain, you're convincing your brain to like, okay, if we're focusing on negativity right now, then assume that there's going to be more negativity throughout the entire day. That's what you're telling your brain. So your brain is already, okay, let me start anticipating that. See what I mean? So here are two proactive examples. Do I look over my vision board and recite my affirmations? Always have some type of affirmations or a quote or a statement or something somebody said, write it down, have it next to your bed in the morning or have it on your phone as a, at the back screen. That's being proactive. You're taking charge of the morning. You're taking charge of the day. You're taking charge of the week, the month, the year, the hour, the second. It doesn't matter. You're, be, you're creating more proactive habit building. Here's another good example. I spend more time on myself rather than on my friends and family. That's proactive. Why is that proactive? Because you need to put yourself first. You can't help other people unless you help yourself first, right? You can't go save the rainforest unless you help yourself first, right? So help yourself first and then build out from there. Relationships, networking, communication, confidence, resiliency, leadership, self-awareness, emotional intelligence, everything. <laughs> it all builds up. Okay, so here's another question I want to ask you. How many good versus bad habits do I have? Right? Can you identify your good and bad habits? Now let's identify them throughout the week. Now let's identify them throughout the day. Do you have more good habits in one day or more bad habits? Right? It's a self-check here, okay? So any type of social media, saying yes, putting other people first, that's a bad habit. Right? Micro goals and micro steps leading towards my short-term and long-term goals. That's a good habit. You're breaking down your long-term goals into short-term steps. Number three, staying positive mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That's a good habit to have. You're teaching your brain to, to be more focused on the positive rather than the negative. Like for me, for me, how I can use a good example in this was my PTSD. My PTSD was super, super bad. And my mind was always focus on that it would dive head first into everything how's your morning ptsd <laughs> where are we going ptsd um i'm hungry ptsd right so i had to start convincing my mind to not go to straight ptsd right away i had to start convincing it hey if we're oh let's start focusing on pizza right so that's why i love pizza so much even more right because i had to i had to retrain or rewire my brain in a way to start changing the way it's thinking and i had to do it through breaking it down through little micro steps and little micro habits and little 
um, investable little habits that became investable habits for the rest of my life. Okay, so how many good versus bad habits do you have? See how important that is? Um, another one, looking at the negative side of life, right? Again, that's a bad habit. Okay, here's another question. Do I have any investable habits? Morning routine, it's an investable habit. Making myself happy first thing in the morning, investable habit. Reassuring myself, sorry, reassuring myself confidence, daily positive mindset, investable habit. Okay, here's another question. Do I know what high income skills or high value habits are? It's a yes or no. I mean, either one, but either way, you have the tools and the mindset to actually answer this question. Okay, and here are seven ways that we can do it. So to understand what high income skills are or what investable habits are, here are some generalized categories that you can start diving into, okay? Consistency, consistency is one. Consistency outweighs all. Consistency is what gives you that confidence, that motivation, that inspiration to get up every morning, every day, because once you're consistent, you become luckier in life. And that's not by coincidence, okay? Um, public communication. Public communication, sorry, it's in my eye. Um, public communication. Why is that a high income skill, right? Understanding how to tell a story, the art of negotiation, the art of storytelling, the art of understanding someone to get their feedback, understanding what questions to ask them so that you know what data to collect from them so that you understand where to drive that conversation, where to influence their habits, or where to best um, understand how to teach them, right? If you're in a leadership position, wouldn't you want to know the best way to inject your employees, the best way to inject your students, your workers, your um, your soldiers, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Wouldn't you want to know that? Well, these are the cheat sheets right here. These are the cheat codes right here. Okay. Understanding that I have a whole nother podcast. I got a few episodes about leadership, so I have like a hundred of them. So go ahead and take a look at those. It's on Spotify. Motivation and mindsets. Check it out. Okay, number three, influencing others, creating win-win scenarios. A book that I can highly recommend right now that I'm thinking of is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That book right there changed my life about public communications because it taught you, um, which it actually, it polished my skills and it really revamped them because how to influence others and creating win-win scenarios. I used to do that all the time in the military, right? Understanding the situational awareness. Don't parched in. <laughs> uh, where was that? Okay, yeah. So creating win-win scenarios again, the military. So. Um, how do you create win-win scenarios based on that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Really good. I'll put it the link in the no shows in the notes in the show notes. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, yeah, so situational awareness, right? Understanding which questions to ask certain people so you can get the best knowledge to that so that you can um, best transfer that knowledge back to them. Number four, working for something we hate is called stress. Something we love called passion where do you stand in that line okay um whether you stand on the left side of stress or the right side of passion it doesn't matter now you know where to start 
whether you like it or you don't like it. Now you know which direction to go into. You grounded yourself. That's the self-awareness about yourself. That's the awareness, the situation awareness, the emotional awareness, all that stuff is starting to play a factor now. And all those things in your brain weren't synapsing. They weren't triggering. Those chemicals weren't rushing there. They weren't transmitting. Those neurotransmitters weren't doing anything. But now they are. Okay? It's called um, brain elasticity. Um, we'll talk about that later too. Not later, but another episode. Okay, the next one is planning and executing. Planning and executing. Always have a plan and execute. The plan, at least have 70% of the plan. Leave 20, 15 to 20 to 30%. Um, leave room, leave cushion for because you never know what could happen. Right? Say you're getting ready in the morning for work. You hit traffic, right? You can't have a 100% plan by planning it first thing in the morning from A to Z. You can plan from A to B to C to D to E, but you can't plan A to Z. Oh, that's pretty trippy. I just said that right now. <laughs> okay, so that, and then execute. And that's going to lead to this next one, which is trusting yourself and decision making. Okay, you need to start trusting yourself, not just trust yourself, but make a decision and follow through with it 100%. It doesn't matter how it went through the process. You need to be able to have a lick, right? A notch under your belt of an entire experience from beginning to end. So that later you can reflect on it, right? And we do this three, three, three rule. What are three things that went well? What are three things that didn't go well? And what are three things we can use to improve for next time, right? Not just that, but say you're trying to solve a problem right now. You can dive, you can dive back into that life experience and pick and pull what you might need from those life experiences, from all those different scenarios. And like, oh, that's right, I, I did that. Oh yeah, that's right, I did that. Now it's even better if you can journal about it, right? Journal about it before the event, journal about it after the event so that you can have some type of annotations written down, right? Email it to yourself. I, I email stuff to myself all the time. <laughs> it's so much easier because then I can just go in my mailbox and search right there. See what I mean? <laughs> so much easier. Anyways, okay, the next one. Um, no room for negativity, and that's the last one, okay? Um, no room for negativity is pretty straightforward. Eliminate as much negativity as you can from your life. Not just that, but start paying attention to the people close around you. Are they more negative or are they more positive? Not just that, are they more negative in certain situations, in certain environments, and are you the same way? Ah, uh, right, see what I mean? Show me your friends and I'll show your future, Dan Pena. Okay, so I wanna cover the seven habits of highly effective people, um, highly successful people, whichever one you wanna say. Anyways, um, I'm not gonna cover too much about them, but I wanna introduce them to you right now. So number one is called sharpen the saw. Don't work yourself to death. Strive for a sustainable lifestyle that affords you time and recuperate, recharge, and be effective in the long term. Number two, be proactive. You have a natural need to weld influence on the world around you. So don't spend your time just reacting to the external events out there and circumstances. Take charge and assume responsibility for your life. So I can get some more water again. Number three, begin with the end in mind. Don't spend your life working aimlessly, tackling whatever jobs at hand. Have a vision 
for the future and align your actions accordingly to make it into a reality. Number four, put first things first in the things that you bring future. Number five, win-win. When negotiating with others, don't try to get the biggest slice of the cake, but rather find a division that is acceptable to all parties, right? How to influence creating win-win scenarios. Again, Dale Carnegie, you will still get your, you will still get your fair share and build strong, positive relationships in the process. Number six, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Okay. You're dipping into law of neutrality. I have another episode about that on my Spotify. Might have to find it. When someone presents us with a problem, we have to jump to giving a solution right away. That's a mistake. We should first take time to really listen to all the other people and only then make recommendations after that. That's diving into the law of neutrality. It's a tough one because you got to have a lot of patience. You have to let people talk. You have to let people pump their their chest out for a little bit and then let them crumble by your solutions because after giving right data, you're collecting data again. Once you collect data from the overall group, then you can get a full assessment um, and get more validation of an overall solution that'll cover all of their objections. Okay. Number seven, synergize. This is the last one. Adopt the guiding principle that in a group, the contribution of many will far exceed those of any. So what does that mean? That means uh, power by numbers, right? Um, this will help you achieve your goals that you can never achieve on your own. Okay, and here's some questions you can ask yourself now. How do I change bad habits into good investable habits? Change your mindset, change your perception, change the story you tell yourself, change the narrative, okay? Complacency, don't get caught up thinking you did enough, right? Just because you took the trash out, just because you brushed your teeth, just because you took a shower, just because you did the normal default settings that we normally should do, right? Don't celebrate that with a big win. Match those wins. Align a reward with the right goal. Have a micro goal for micro reward, a medium goal for medium goal, a long-term goal for a long-term reward. Match it accordingly. And only you have that answer, that's the best part. And you'll find it through self-awareness. Okay, here's, here's some other ones. Is procrastination a good thing or a bad thing? I'll let you answer that one. Is perfectionism a good thing or a bad thing? I'll give you a clue, no. Habits are like daily micro goals. Small hinges swing big doors. Watch your actions for they become your habits. Watch your habits for they become your character. Character leads to destiny. What we think we become. Start focusing on you and your goals. Build a routine and implement good habits by replacing bad habits. This is your foundation. Take time to really reflect on who you currently are and in place good habits that will lead you towards who you really want to become. Once you know what you want, it automatically eliminates all the things you don't want. And once you learn who you are, it'll promote everything you want in life. Just like that. Now, the, the last section I want to cover. Last oh, line just changed. <laughs> um, the last section I want to cover is called Do I Have Gaps? Right? Um, it's a part out of my ebook, Building Effortless Discipline. Um, so your past doesn't define you, but everything up till now is your fault. Okay. So yes, we all do. It's a result of complacency. 
Managing our daily gaps or boredom throughout the day requires daily detachment from reality. Taking a step back from your life to reevaluate it or to reassess it puts you in a position of development and growth. So you have to be able to de detach from your life after a week, right? So after the end of the week, self-reflect on it. How did it, how did it go? What are the best days? What was the worst day? Was it Monday? Was it Friday? What was the best day? Wednesday, Thursday? When were you the most confident, right? Once you start identifying these indicators about yourself, oh, I was the most confident on Thursday because, oh, I didn't know that. I went to the gym that day as well. Okay, well, there we now we got something. Now we can grow on that, right? Develop, learn, grow. Part of my book. That's my book title right there. All right, so Mogressive is an opportunity for you to challenge your life, to go from good to great by removing limitations, conquering your fears, by filling in your gaps with good or investable habits, taking your back taking you taking back your time and energy getting over self-doubt staying motivated for school and how to start believing in yourself getting from a to achieve great things we must challenge our time our energy our focus and our attention start a section on your vision board if you have one and label it gap ideas whenever you feel bad not bad whenever you feel bored or find yourself distracted look at your vision board let's start putting good Habitual habits. What are good habitual habits? Habitual habits are just your daily habits. It becomes a ritual, right? A ritual is something that's like a routine. It's a habit, right? So your habitual reality is your is what you do every day because we live our life based on habits. For example, I'll put things under my gap section that make me laugh, challenge myself, or something I want to learn. Excuse me. That can drive from, they can come from videos, articles, books, podcasts, musics, calling somebody, meditating, journaling, going for a walk, run, or for a drive, eating food that I like, going, gaming out for a time. Um, I think you get the, I think you get the gist, right? I think you get the gist of it. Um, getting into this type of mindset or critical thinking mode questions your current reality. One of the first aggressive steps we do is getting to know yourself. Ask why. Ask all the whys in life. For example, why don't I have time? Why can't I lose those extra pounds? Why can't I find companionship? Why did I react that way? Why am I not as successful as I would like to be? Why am I not motivated for school? Why do I hate my J-O-B? And so forth. Make a decision and not only trust yourself, but trust the process through patience and visualization. In lesson one or chapter one, um, we go over visual boards, goal setting, developing your why, and techniques and exercises that match that. Now, you have two powers, okay? The first power is the power of choice. You can choose today to start making change in your ordinary life. And it's only ordinary because you chose to make it ordinary. If you know exactly what the rest of your life looks like, you chose that life. It costs you $0 to be grateful for what you currently have. You have the choice to choose what you really want out of life. And no one or not one thing can stop you mentally. The second power, the power of reaction. Never react emotionally. React professionally, right? Always have that mindset. How you react to life's emotional roller coaster will dictate your reaction. How you react to life's emotional real Ah! How you react to life's emotional roller coaster will dictate your direction or outcome in life. 